I'm the incarnation where them cardinals at With them cardinals on their glove and the cardinal hat I'm in the cardinal sports zone spitting cardinal raps Say it C-A-R-D-S, let's go Play a cardinal game, get a cardinal start Play a cardinal Welcome to the second bonus episode of this. You know, we love you all so much It was so nice, we decided to do it twice This is the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast we are being brought to you this summer. I know it's not summer yet, but this is the time. The downtime is what we call our summertime. So, the summer session of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, when we drop in, is brought to you by Altitude Trampoline Fun Park, Four Pegs Beer Lounge, and Shack in the Back Barbecue, as well as the t shirt hooligans. And we appreciate all of them sticking by our side through these rough times, just like we're sticking by their side through these rough times. We appreciate all of them. We we love them all. Today on this episode, we got our guy Sean Barber in, not in the building, but on the phone line. How's it going, folks? Uh, Sam Bates. What's up, Errol? And then our guy Higgy, not too small. What's up, Higgy? Not too much, everybody. What's up? You know, the phone line doesn't have a weight limit, so we're able to get everybody on at the same time. It's pretty awesome. And then in studio, my my quarantine and my real brother, Joe Wallman. What's up, Joey? Maryland sucks. Maryland's trash. <laughs> that they are, sir. That they are. Uh, we're going to go over a bunch of things on this show. It's going to be a little bit more lighthearted uh, episode. We, Not that the first bonus episode wasn't lighthearted. We had some laughs there, but we were talking about the cancella- cancellation of sports and stuff. That first episode, this episode, we're going to talk more about things we've been able to do since we have been quarantined that we don't normally uh, get to do, how we've been able to cope. We're going to talk about WrestleMania. We're going to talk about social media mania. And we're going to talk about the mania currently going on with Cardinal Commit, Jay Scrub. So this this week's episode, but bonus episode, simply called Mania. Uh, we're not stepping on any feet of the fine people at the Ringside Podcast, which I'm the co-host of. Uh but we're going to talk about different kinds of mania. So let, let's 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 kick this off, Sean. We're going to go to you first because uh, I want to get all the sucky stuff out of the way first. <laughs> so no, I'm just kidding. See, I haven't got to joke on these guys in a couple of weeks, so I, I'm getting some extra shots in. I apologize. Y'all know how much I love or don't love y'all, so you don't take it that serious. But Sean, what 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 are some? Th- okay, let's let's do this twofold. First off. What are some things? Uh, how is this? Vi- how's the virus affecting you personally? And what are some things that you're getting to do now that you don't normally get to do? Well, it's affecting me personally in that they don't want you to go out very much, you know, for groceries and stuff. But <clears throat> because you have all the hoarding, I had to the last time I went out for groceries, I had to go to three different stores to get everything I needed, which really sucks because you don't want to be out that much. Um, other than that, it's just kept me in, and unfortunately, I've apparently I've got some other illness that's not associated with the coronavirus. I don't know, something I've, I've had some issues in my back. I, it's like, it's like seriously, I'm like, what, what's what's happening to me? This You're getting old. Fair. You're getting old. I'm supposed to be enjoying my time off here, you know, and we'll walk outside. Well, that's something. That's something else, though. So you mentioned time at home so you're one of the people who have been asked and we talked about this off radio uh off the air earlier 
But so you're one of the people who are are lucky enough to have retained your job, fortunate enough to have retained your job, and be able to either uh, just not have to go in or be able to do it from home. Um, how is how, yeah, how do you how do you so I won't put what you do for a living out there because I'm not sure that, that that's something you want shared. I mean, people who know you know what you do. How do you do how do you do that job and just say for a month uh, we're just we're just not going to go in? Uh, well, what's interesting is I am not working from home right now. They are just right now trying to figure out a way. I think forced to work from home. Everybody, there's certain people that are working from home as you speak. Um, I would think with right your now, profession, it'd be really easy to have y'all work from uh, home. I said I would think with your profession, it would be really easy to just hook up a laptop, plug it into the or <laughs> stupid, be able to plug into a VPN from your home computer or laptop and be able to do your job remotely. But from what I understand, and maybe I'm wrong, from what I understand, they just told y'all to, whereas they told our buddy Chris, hey, y'all are working from home now, and he works at, at a government position. Um, I would think they would have told y'all to do the same, but apparently they just gave y'all time off. Did they give y'all full, I mean, not to, to pry, but, but were, were you one of the people that were lucky enough to get Full paid time off, or do you have to apply for unemployment with other 82 million people in Kentucky? Right now, right now, it's full paid time off. We're waiting to see what they're going to do. Uh, I think they gave us until April 10th now, and then I don't know if they'll change it because they're updating each time, you know, what, you know, looking at it each couple of weeks, see where we're at. I know they're trying to figure out who has, because you have to have a laptop and nobody else uses And the thing is, is the only laptop that I have right now, other people do use. So the stuff we deal with is, of course, very, you know, very, very sensitive. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of laws, you know, people can't have access to it and they might accidentally access it. And I realize they're accessing it when you're using that laptop and then somebody else uses it for something else. Right. Right. Um, Understood. They're, they're working on trying to, I think, get laptops for our, uh, other employees because they only had certain amount of laptops that you could that they had at the office that you could come and get and then work from home. And it wasn't many. So they gave it to people that they know can do their job from home. Because my job, the thing I do within my job deals a lot more with getting the public in for appointments and stuff. Right. Of course, right now we can't see people. Um, now is there stuff I could do? Uh, uh, I do what they call location. Um, trying to find people, uh, that I could do with a computer and the tools I usually have. But it's not easy right now because they didn't have, and they didn't know this was going to happen. They didn't have an infrastructure set up to be able to be like, okay, everybody's working from home. Right. And, I, and I another, like another, another uh, do is do that. yeah. And another aspect of that, you talk about that. So, for example, uh, and no, Sean's not a bounty hunter for those of y'all when he's talking about location, locating people. Um, but, yeah. It can't be easy for you all because let's just keep it all the way 100. Um, a part of your, a part of the job, again, I don't want to give out what you do because that's your business and, and whatever. If you want to, that's fine. But with, with my buddy, and I'm not going to say how this has anything to do with what you do, but with like Chris is a, is a, pro, a probation and parole officer. He's working from home. He's not doing in-home visits, so he can't say, oh, hey, this person's here. You know those those appointments make it more difficult 
for uh, people in your profession to locate people when when you can, when you're having people that are just being told to stay home, they're not moving around. You can't find them as easy. I guess was what I was going to say. Uh, so part two of that question, Sean, what are some things that you have enjoyed doing these last few weeks that you normally don't get to do? Stop, Joey. Um, or what's some things that you normally that you're doing now that you normally maybe you took for granted when when you were at home or when you were at work, not at home? Well, uh, well one of the things I kind of miss is this is the time of year where the weather's warming up. And at work, um, during lunch, I go out for walks, you know. Okay. I walk down the riverfront and, you know, walk back to work and maybe pick up a little something on the way. And that, obviously, you can't do right now, really. They don't want you really out. If you can help at all, other than, you know, like the neighborhood, because most of the neighborhood's not going to be overcrowded. Walk around that, you know. It's just, and like you said, it's just the freedom of being ready at work. Oh, you know, I'm going to go for, if I want to go for a ride somewhere, you know, go to, Go to a movie, go to the mall. Go, can't do that. And it's just, you know, you don't really think about that. Take it for no, granted. And now yeah. you can't do it. And it's like, geez, this, you know, this isn't that much fun. There was a meme. Um, there was a meme going around Twitter the other day, and it was like a, a grandpa and a, and a grandkid, and it was like, when I was young, we were able to be within one foot of each other out in public. Um. And I was like, man, ain't that the ain't that the truth right now? Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, what else were you? Um, now, things that, that there's not really that I'm doing now that I haven't done. You know, like I'm like I play video games. You know, uh, you know I've, I've listened to true crime podcasts, reading reading my history. I have been able to read more of my history books now because you know just to help me it helps me sleep. So I read and it puts me to sleep. So I read more of my history books I've got. I got a bunch of them I haven't been able to get to because, you know, work and then you got, fam- you know, family things. Oh, that's the other thing I miss is right now I can't go visit my, my niece and nephew. My niece is a nephew. I can't even really, yeah. like, I, I can sometimes go to my, my sister Wendy's house because we're kind of with, you know, we live two doors down. So we're always kind of interacting. But, you know, being that I go out, I do get stuff for her. So I take it back right, to her. Right, right, right. But, um, <clears throat> It's still hard because you don't really want to. You're afraid to go in because if Angel gets it, you know when it's Angel, it, it could be that could be it for her. I mean, the common cold for her, not for you. Yeah, yeah, because so, she had her immune her immune system is non-existent. Correct. Yeah, it, it, it's just yeah, so it's scary in that regard. Um, I mean, my niece and nephew, I just don't you know I don't want to I don't want to be around them right now. Like I was right right when this all started, uh, I went. To the vet for them because they got a dog now. My puppy, um, we had, we got her a shot the other night, and uh, I helped them with that. But ever since then, I haven't been over there because I've been out so much and I hate that I had to go out all that much to get stuff. It's just ridiculous because you had to go back out because it's groceries, so almost everything. You have to go back out and get stuff, and then you know, hope they have the next day. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah, but, now I, I can like, definitely, uh, I can definitely relate to you on that because. I uh, and maybe you should set up some social distancing visits. I think you know I I was planning on uh just watching WrestleMania in my home tonight, but I may throw it out. I may put it on the big screen out in the garage, open the garage door, and invite invite a couple people to come sit in the driveway and watch it if they want to. But uh, never feet apart. Yeah, just be like we're just sitting there chilling and uh hanging out and stuff. But 
I've had to do that as well because as many of y'all out there that follow the show and myself on social media know that my mom and dad, they're in, they're both in terrible shape as far as their health is concerned. Uh, thankfully they're, they're, they're both okay as far as they're still around and you know, they're, they're alive and kicking. Uh, but we've had to distance ourselves from them. Even last week, my dad called to try to get us to take him to the doctor, and we're like, we can't, t- we can't. You ha- you're gonna have to set up one of those. And he was able to set up the virtual uh, appointment with our with our family uh, practice and, and get that done that way. But it's like when we get groceries for him, we have to go two or three places and then put them on their front porch. We got to run out and do. It's just not as easy. Um, and then we got to get stuff for ourselves as well. So. But we can't. We cannot. If if myself or or Joey or Teresa, any of us contracted that and passed it along to them, it'd be it'd be a it, it would be rap city for them. There be they would not overcome that. And you know we we've been uh, visiting with them from our car. Uh, my mom uh, has been coming out on the front porch, and we'll sit in the car with the windows rolled down and uh, and talk to them. And and that's the way that that we have to deal, and and Teresa's uh, dad's the same way. We've been able to see her mom a couple times without worry, but her dad, uh, he's got severe COPD, and this could take him out as well. So it, it it's it's real scary, but as long as you're as long as we're doing our part to be responsible and stuff like that, there's really nothing in our control that we can to worry about. But I'm also with you, Sean. I've been playing a ton of video games. Uh, has everybody been playing video games without, without giving away what you've been playing? We'll ask that in a minute. Has everybody kind of been playing video games, Sam, Higgy? I, I know I have. Higgy, the vending machine's not a video well, game. The, the vending machine's not a video game, but have you played any other games? Me? No. <laughs> <laughs> just the vending machine just game. the vending machine in call of duty okay fair enough uh sam what about you how is this yeah, person vending machine all right yeah yeah i know you keep that business <laughs> you keep the industry in business and we appreciate That's who we ought to get as a sponsor what the vending machine business <laughs> the vending machine company that higgy uses the stimulus we already know where the stimulus checks are going but anyway i digress sam how is this uh uh affected you and I guess the, just the same questions that we asked Sean. How's it affected you, and what's some uh, things that you've got to do that you normally don't get to do? Well, I'm usually a homebody in any way, but uh, there are sometimes, like on the weekends, I'd like to go hang out with a couple of friends or or go go see my aunt, my aunt, I mean my aunt and my cousin, my nieces and nephews. But uh, with this going on, it's it's best to stay away because you don't know if you have it or someone else does. So I'm practicing my, I'm doing my due diligence and practicing uh, staying at home and, and social distancing, just social distance. Um, so, but it, it it really doesn't affect me that much other than occasionally going to see my family and hanging out with friends. Um, I'm just at home, I'm doing, trying to, I'm, I'm now getting to walk around the neighborhood more and doing some in-home exercises just to stay busy, you know? Uh, that's what I've been doing for the last few weeks. 
Yeah, and that's something that me and I've had my girl, my my nieces with me for the last few weeks, which has been both awesome and maddening at times, just because. Oh man, growing up, I couldn't wait to be, you know, be around females, and now I'm, here I am, twenty years later, and they all drive me crazy. Um, but we've been going on walks, like as soon as we get done recording for the day, I'm gonna wrap it up. Email email the podcast to Dan, our great producer Daniel for him to uh, for him to edit and 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 get posted, and then we're gonna go out for walks. We we go on walks every day. We have played so many board games that that you're bored now. <laughs> what? No, I can't wait. Poor Logan, bless her heart. Logan's so bad at games that sometimes she beats herself. Um, she she fumbles at the one when she's going. I forgot what we were playing the other night. She's Leon Lit. Who? Yeah, yeah. What were we playing the other night? She's like, "Oh yeah, I beat y'all." And then the game ended the very. I'm I'm about to lay down and win. Oh, that was phase ten when I beat her. Oh yeah, and then Joey lays his hand down, and she don't get to lay down, and, and she's over there pouting. And I'm like, "Bless your bless your heart, baby." Well, they also uh, a couple weeks ago they got this game called Mall Madness, and she twice she was about to walk out the door for the win, and then in the. I don't know how familiar everybody is with the game. I'm more familiar with it than I ever wanted to be. But it was the next – she was at the door to walk out. It was the next person's turn. They hit the button. It was like, send the player of your choice to jail. <laughs> Boom. They sent Logan to jail. She got out of jail. She's like, y'all ain't going to stop me now. Right at the door. I get two spots away from the door. The least you can get on a roll is three. And it was, uh, it was Jayla's turn. Press the button. Send the person of your choice to the movie court or the 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 food court, and Higgy. then oh, no 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 that wasn't Higgy's game. Uh, so they sent her to the food court and then walked out the door on their next turn. So bless her heart. But I'm back to the point. We've been playing card games, board games. We've been ordering games offline. We got Sorry, Trouble, Phase Ten, Uno, Spin. If y'all want to, after this is all over, if, if y'all want to get a game night t- together and like include other like, oh, Blank Slate. We got this board game called Blank Slate, and it may be the best board game. Hopefully, if y'all are listening to the show, y'all can send us a sponsorship for next year. It's an amazing game. It's like you pull a to- put a topic card out in the middle of the table. Everybody's got a dry erase board. You write down the first thing that comes to your mind. You, you you show everybody your board, and if your your answers match anybody else, you get a point. It, and if it don't, then you're probably Logan. Um, but it, it's a fun game. But I've been doing all that stuff. I haven't played a board game probably in in years. I have I try to play cards every summer because it gives me that feeling of back in the day. But video games, I haven't been on my video games in gosh two years maybe. And this week so far, I have been NCAA basketball 10. I played that for two or three days straight. I played NCAA football. Uh, the last one that came out, I forgot if it was uh, 14 2014. Or yeah, 14. 14. I, I do the same thing, man. I'm, I'm on that about four hours of the day. Yeah. Uh, the last one. And um, I was with you on the uh, 2010 NCAA basketball with uh, Blake Griffin on the cover. Yeah. I yep. have that on 360. I have that on 360. So I'm. It's a good thing my 360 is still in working order, so I'm on there too. Yeah, and I with with my PS3, and everybody's like, because I've been posting pictures, like, you still got a PS3? 
I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have one until they relicense all the games that I like on the PS5. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going back to PlayStation until they stop being greedy and they let Tiger Woods get his game back. They let NCAA get their games, and I know it's not their fault, but I just don't have any. The only non-sporting game that I play religiously, uh, and I had broken out this week, is God of War, and I've been playing God of War Ascension, and it is just. Fun. It, it's a game that I, I feel like if you've never played it before and you and you got on the game, you'd be like, "This is super dope." It's a PlayStation exclusive, I believe. I'm not sure they have it for the Xbox uh, or not. I'm I don't sure. think they do. And there's, I know, I know there's games that Xbox has that PlayStation don't. Uh, I remember one that my buddy T T Farley he used to bring his Xbox over because he's an argumentative type. Like he Xbox and iPhone are the only thing you can have, and there's no discussing it. And he used to bring, uh, he used to bring over Halo and Fable all the time, and I would just watch him play that and. It, I'm not a big role-playing game type dude, even though the the God of War game is kind of like that. But I would just sit there. We would sit up playing games for hours. I'd have he'd have his Xbox hooked up to one TV. Uh, I'd have my PlayStation hooked up to the. I'd bring my place uh, my TV. Whenever he would come over for gaming weekends, I bring my TV downstairs. He play his game. I play mine, and we just sit there and laugh and joke and stuff. Uh, so I know both. Yeah. yeah, I know both. But that's even that. I'm missing that. I don't. I don't get to do that, but again, I haven't picked up the sticks on a, on a video game in quite some time. Uh, Higgy, let's, let's move on to you because, of course, we've been focusing on myself, Sean, and Sam. Uh, how is this? Uh, and you don't have to talk about what you don't want to talk about, but how has this affected you? And uh, what are some things that you get to do now that you don't normally get to do? Well, yeah, I'm still going in the office, so it's pretty usual for me. Uh, the only thing I'm not really doing that I normally don't do is working around the house or going around for walks, doing exercise. I know that's hard to believe, but I've been walking around my neighborhood more, getting to know my neighbors and stuff. Uh, since I just recently bought a house back in June, getting to know my new neighbors that are out there. Um, but also, too, just getting accustomed to the town I'm living in as well. So I was going to say, your neighbors have been practicing social distancing from you since you <laughs> moved in. I am. I'm pretty uh, maintaining my social distance, and we were throwing football across the street last night. So, so. Wait a minute. Hold what? On. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were throwing the football but you're together. What, what, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're touching the football, though. You do know you can pass the yeah. virus on through. God dang it. And man, you, you might as well, well you might as well went over and licked their face, bro. There's no clean gloves, no nothing, just Lysol wipes and stuff between the football and my neighbor. Ah, uh, there wasn't no Lysol wipes. He just made that up. He just put that in there. Right, right now. I was going to say. <laughs> it wasn't no Lysol wipes. He wasn't like, even thinking dude, about, we were, hey, we're 30 foot apart. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we were across the street, so it's cool if we throw the football. We're not we're not six feet apart from each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, are, let me so let me ask you this then are you lysol in every time you throw it because that's the only way it makes a little bit of sense that's just a waste of wipes not, though not every time now maybe every fifth row or sixth row oh come on now well yeah, i mean i mean i don't know i don't know guys for real to cut him some slack if, no, if, if everybody washed their hands before they came out to do it out and getting at meet the new neighbors and stuff's been interesting so far sorry um, higgy won't stop talking send me home but at the same time it is what it is. All right, Higgy. Joey was talking, and you you cut him off. So and I was trying to take I was trying to take up for him. It's like in all essence, theoretically, if everybody washed their hands before they came out, and you had some hand sanitizer out there on you, 
and you sanitize yeah, the like ball, then you should be able to throw throw the football around. Yeah, but if, now, he's if, out people, the, if he's out there using a thousand white Lysol wipes and wasting them when there's people out there that like when he's we, not doing that. I know. He, no, he didn't do that. He didn't do any of the, he didn't things, do he any said. Of the <laughs> things he said. He didn't even realize. Yeah, he just he went busted out there, his licked head. licked his fingers and threw the football. He, he licked the chicken off uh, of his fingers the and then threw the ball. Right, he got yeah. the grease off him first. All right, now, Higgy, since none of us could hear what you were saying because Joey was talking, but I heard you. I stopped. I know. So what were you, say, what were you saying about how this affected you at work? Like, I'm still in the office every day. Um, it's a normal, normal week for me and stuff. It's life is normal so i don't really have much change going on uh, besides like having like more i'm cooking in every night versus going out to eat um so like getting tired of the usual pizza rolls or chicken nuggets different things and stuff i mean in a lot more than i was before so Higgy's like, ain't nothing much change, you know. I just get home from work, <laughs> lick, lick, lick my fingers, throw the football around with my neighbors, make out with them after dinner, and then you know. But we use Lysol wipes on our tongues between makeout sessions. But other than that, everything's been normal. I'm getting tired of the pizza rolls yep. and the chicken nugs. Trust me, I know. All jokes aside, my uh, my nieces will only eat the same thing. So I've got a freezer full. Of popping chickens from Michelinas and uh, banquet meals with the chicken nuggets, macaroni and cheese, and brownies. The so, smiling macaroni and yeah, cheese. Yeah, the smile. Well, the, that's what the popping chicken is. Oh, okay. It comes with the little mashed potato faces. Oh, okay. But uh, but no, no, I get that. Joey, what about you? Same as you. Same as. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have I have a couple times went out for just a drive. I mean just to get out on like the interstate or something and get some fresh air on my face, turn up the radio, you know, you're not around people, but just to be able to get out and just be away from the house for a little bit. And, um, spent, you know, kind of went over and did the, uh, social distant visit a couple of times with mom and dad. Uh, and then mom was like, Hey, can you come over and cut dad's hair? I was like, no, no, I can't come over and cut his hair. And you know what? Shout out to them because they—they they did. I mean, she wasn't thinking about no, it. No, 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 no. But shout out to them, and they would probably get on me if I didn't mention this. But my mom and dad's been practicing. They—they've been training for this corona for years. <laughs> this ain't people always. Oh, why y'all always in the house? Why? Why don't y'all go nowhere? No, they have been training for this. They are ready. They've been training for this moment, and they're killing it. I mean. They've got people to deliver their groceries to them. They don't have to leave the house for anything. Prescriptions delivered to their front door. They're killing it. I'm like proud of boss. them. I'm proud of them. Even Dad, who who likes to call us at all hours of the night and day um, for, nah. for the least uh, random of things. One thirty in the morning for some Q-tips with uh, paper stems. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Dad. Speaking of practicing for it, I have a cousin that coupons, and she, she's been doing it for a few years now. So she has an abundance of um, body wash, uh, shampoos, toothbrush, toothpaste, mouthwash, um, tissues, and towels. Like she has an abundance of these things. Like I just go over there and I'm like, hey, I'll pay you good on it. And she'd give me a pack of tissues or a pack of whatever. So I'm like, I'm glad you did this. You've been practicing this for years, so you're ready for oh, whatever yeah. comes. And the stores don't have it. We just go to her. And I've 
So it, it kind of cut out a lot of, well, let's go to the store for, for me. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. And, and now actually, uh, real quick before we go to the commercial break, like even we have a rule in our house now where we only send and not because we're trying to be mean to Teresa. I've enjoyed it though. Cause that meant I hadn't had to go out, but to minimize the risk for the whole house, only Teresa goes out, um, to the, to the store that just started this week. Uh, so that way me, the kids, you know, because she's in a high risk situation at her work anyway. So if she's going to get it, she's going to get it anyway, but she, you know, the less people that are out there grocery shopping, the less people there are to spread it or for it to get spread to. So, uh, you know, just shout out to everybody out there who's actually listening to what's being told, not being one of the 400 people at the, the basketball courts every weekend uh, for the last three weeks, just ignoring our our fine governor, which I think, you know, I'm not too much of a political guy. And I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what, platforms and stuff he ran on last year but it has made me a lot more calm and a lot more comfortable that we're going to be okay when this is all over uh when i get to tune in at five o'clock during the week and on the weekend uh to see what the governor's got to say today uh, i can only imagine that's what it felt like back in the days when our parents all tuned into the radio uh, at certain times to listen to shows or what you know how how you know we're kind of getting a throwback back to the old days uh as far as that's concerned but we're going to hit our commercial break real quick and when we get back we got we got some fun stuff to talk about no more no more being stuck in the house we're getting into some real mania right here in a second when we come back it's the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast Hey Card Nation with it getting cold outside do you want to try some award winning chili that is currently the best in Louisville Come to Four Pegs Beer Lounge and Restaurant, located on 1053 Goss Avenue. Four Pegs is on the corner of Goss and Spratt Street. Their specials include daily happy hour specials on drinks and various menu items. One special that they feature is five jumbo smoked wings and a drink for $6.99. Four Pegs is also your social destination for the Thursday open mic night and Sunday night trivia. So come on out to Four Pegs and enjoy the food and the people. Altitude Trampoline Fun Park. We're a huge, bright, fun, family-friendly trampoline park. We offer large spaces for birthday parties with top-of-the-line experiences and two hours of jump and party time with every party. While you are there, check out our new foam area. We offer competitive pricing to those other parks, so come on out to Altitude Trampoline Fun Park in Shively and have a blast. I know I always do. If you have any questions, call us at 502-449-9952. That is 502-449-9952. Shack in the Back Barbecue, located in the heart of Fairdale, where we smoke our meats on real block pits. We are always taking orders no matter what the season or occasion is. We have all the fixings to meet all your barbecue needs. Call us at 502-363-3BBQ. That's 502-363-3BBQ. Shack in the back. Are you looking for a badass game day hoodie? Or how about a unique and original custom-made t-shirt, hat, or jacket? T-shirt Hooligan has you covered. 
Shop online at tshirthooligan.com and take advantage of all the savings with promo code 502hooligan all season long. Follow us on Twitter at Hooligan T-Shirt for all the hottest new designs. And don't worry, we follow back, youngin. Visit tshirthooligan.com today. Dress like a legend. Welcome back to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. Um, once again, shout out to our fine sponsors, T-Shirt Hooligan, Altitude Trampoline Fun Park, Four Pegs Bear Lounge, Shack in the Back Barbecue, all great people. And, and honestly, shout out to the other people that sponsored us throughout the year. Uh, the Jamon Brown Foundation, Advertising Solutions, Derek Stewart from J.P. Pertle Realtors, Rim Time, all of them. Uh, we appreciate everything y'all have done for us. And uh, just go out and check out those sponsors. Like I, uh, like I said on the last episode, uh, Shack in the Back and Four Pegs, they offer a different uh, each offer a different kind of food, uh, a different genre, if you will. Uh, their menus are vastly different. So get out there, support them. Uh, they're delivering right now. Uh, four pegs if you live within their area. Shack in the back, I believe, is delivering anywhere. So uh, support them. Take advantage of getting some good food from them. Uh, since they started sponsoring us, uh, I've, me and my brother have eaten there more frequently uh, not that we didn't eat there before, but it's been more often than normal just because of the, uh, the great hospitality and the support they've shown our show. And I can tell you, uh, same with four pegs, but just good food, both places, Joey, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know me, I like to eat, I like good food. Um, I would have never known about four pegs. I've, I, I don't think. Had it not been for the show, and um, definitely some some top notch food. Oh my god, the stuff that Chris top is notch. almost he no not almost. Chris is a magician. Yeah, when it comes to creating new di- last uh, last week. So we talked on, on the last episode. We talked about the the barbecue bacon meatloaf sandwich, but the week before that, he had this. <sighs> Higgy, help me out here. I know you. I know you remember what he was ser- He was serving this from the food truck, and it was like a burrito, but it wasn't just a burrito. Do you any? I think you're talking about. The, I think you're talking about the barbecue burrito that he had. Oh my! No, you know I can't. You know, I don't have words to describe that burrito. I've had it before. That's what it was when he used to own the Five Two Cafe and stuff. And dang, that is still one of my favorite burritos of all time. What was in it? It was brisket, chili. Um, beer cheese, forget what else. It's just so good. It sounds amazing. I think we need a we need a few food review show as well. We can do that here in a couple of weeks. We can do a food <laughs> review episode of the show. I'm trying to as we uh, as we speak. I'm trying to. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm talking. It was ta- that, it was called like the the quesarito. That's what it was, or something along those lines. Um, and it just looked fantastic. He, same as with the chicken joint. He just, like, it was he, just magic. That was probably, I would have to say, uh, one of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had. And I would definitely put it above the uh, famous Popeye's chicken sandwich that everybody went all crazy for. It was definitely better than that. So, And I like that sandwich. So get out there, request it, try it. All the all the uh, restaurants are, are working on limited hours 
uh, different working hours. So give them a call. All you got to do is Google uh, Four Pegs Bear Lounge or Shack in the Back Barbecue, and they will uh, they'll pop up on your Google search. Call them. See what they're doing. Uh, always great stuff going on at those places. But the name of the show today is Mania. And a lot of you all probably think, oh, it's, Jeremy's a huge wrestling fan. It's got to be wrestling related. Well, no, yes and no. We wanted to talk about the mania going on in our own lives today. Uh, the mania going on on Twitter here lately. The mania going on in, actually in Orlando at WrestleMania. And we've got a little bit. We'll start this off with, uh, with Jay Scrub. There's been a little bit of mania as far as he's concerned. He's a guy that... Uh, if you all remember, back when everything started going down, and as far as listeners are concerned, go back and listen to all the episodes of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, except for episode 14, because Sean hasn't redubbed that yet. But listen to all the other ones. You can uh, you can check that out and, and, and see what we're talking about. Uh, I said that I didn't believe Jay Scrub ever set foot on campus here at Louisville. Uh, it's been going back and forth. And uh, earlier today, I saw a post on social media from Jay's father where he said something like, can't wait to be able to fantasy draft you next year. Proud of you, son. Uh, So it's starting to feel a little bit more speculation. So I'm going to ask it yes or no. And I'll start with you, Joey, just because you're staring me in the face. Um, Does Jay Scrub suit up for the Cardinals? Nah. At this point, he has no... I don't. I don't think he has a reason to. I think his uh, his game is spoken enough for itself. They've got tape on him. Um, no, I don't think so. Only one of the draft lists currently lists him. He was ranked, uh, I want to say, seventy third on Draft Express yesterday, which is not. That's you're not drafted at seventy three. Uh, what what's the uh, Sam? Help me out. Uh, what's the last draft spot? Is it sixty two, sixty four? 62. Yeah. 62. So he's not projected to be drafted on any of the boards except for one that I remember. Uh, and y'all no, I'm would, sorry, 64. You're right, 64. 64, okay. So there's, there's a chance he gets drafted. But Jay Scrub did not uh, commit to Louisville for a chance to get drafted. He said if he, it wasn't guaranteed that he was a first-rounder that he was coming to school here. So, Higgy, I'll ask you next real quick. Does he does, – should he – come to Louisville, and does he? I say yes to both the answer and both the questions, um, just because I think Jay Scrub wants to be a first-round draft pick. He's said it all along. Uh, he wants to be a lottery pick. He wants to be a top-15 pick. I think Chris Mack can give him the talent that he and coaching ability that he needs to get into the next level. Um, I would love to see another hometown kid in the, in the system, um, just like Dwayne Sutton, which we've grown to love and everything like that. Uh, along with Quinn Snyder and stuff like that, why don't you carry on the tradition of the little legend? Okay, that's a good point. Um, Sam, what about you? We'll go with you next. Should he so, and does should he come to should should he come to Louisville? Maybe. Um, will he? That's yet to be seen. But here's the thing, though: when he committed, Louisville was always the backup plan. He was going to test the waters, but to let you know that the NBA is his first option. So. I don't know how many of you or how many people were aware of the interview that he did on uh, on Instagram Live with Frankie Dot Vision, uh, where he kind of he, he was kind of leaning one way, which I'm okay with because 
if if your your first option is the pros and you're back with Louisville, you got to go all in on your first option. And I'm so I'm okay with what with how the conversation went on on the IG live because you don't want to have your first option and still lean into what your backup plan, which means right. your backup plan is your first option. So I'm I'm really okay with everything that went down on the IG live. Um, should he come to Louisville? Yes, I think he. I, I definitely think he should. Um, he look his game is great. There's a reason why not a lot of players go from JUCO to the pros. There's a reason why he has the skill set to be an NBA player. Uh, the competition just isn't there. So I know a lot of people don't want to see how he reacts to actual competition, mean, not actual competition, but the better better scouting and better competition. Right. So that's why I think he should come to Louisville, and that's why I ultimately think that he will, because um, I know he's going to show out in the draft in the in the uh, combine if there is any that they have. I and, don't think there'll be one. So he'll do well in those, but I still think he should come to Louisville, and I still think Louisville is where he ends up All next right. year. Sean, what about you, buddy? Uh, I'm going to say he should come to Louisville, but I don't think he will because. To me, it's, I mean, there's too much stuff out there where he's basically, when it's a fallback option, you worry about, you know, if he doesn't. It's always been a fallback option. I know, it always has been, but when when it becomes reality, it has to be here. You wonder, will you do his best? Or is he going to be kind of like disappointed he didn't make it? Because, you know, sometimes you get that kind of, that kind of mentality where, like, I didn't get my first option, so he kind of sulked. And I don't know about him. You see, that's the thing. You don't know because you don't, I don't know him as a person. I don't know if it's, if it's going to be like, I would hope he would come here and be like, I'm going to work my butt off. And I'm gonna be he will, Sean. If he comes to Louisville, he'll be, he'll be a dog. But there's always that fear because there are people that when they don't get that first option, they go to the backup plan. It's just they're not the same in messing with them. So for me, well, I, I, I think, think he come here. yeah, I, uh, I agree. I, I agree. Here. He should he should come here. But here, here's the thing. Here's why he should come here. In my opinion, there's a reason why his stock has plummeted. Uh, when I say plummet, I don't mean that in the general term because it went from just outside the lottery last year at, at different points. He was top twenty at some points last year, and now he's not even in the top sixty four. And I think a lot of it has to do. Uh, with off the court stuff because uh, we've all heard the, about his off the court issues up at Logan uh, Community College and then I watch him on his Instagram live and it almost I cringe at times because I'm like man this I, and I don't want to say any names because a lot of my friends have played for Louisville and they've all had different personalities but there's somebody and I'll tell y'all off the air who I'm talking about I won't say it on the air because I don't want to offend my friend but there's just so much of this guy that I see in in him, and I'm like, gosh, man, I almost hope he doesn't he doesn't come. But the problem is, his key thing was going to be going to the NBA Combine and showing out. Well, there's not going to be an NBA Combine for him to go to. So this this we we've talked about so much of the negative of what this virus has done to our country. And this is definitely one of those things, but as far as a basketball fan, uh, it could be a good th- – I hate to say that because that sounds kind of bad, but it could be a good th- – because it may force him to come to Louisville and uh, 
because we don't know. It, they canceled the rest of the NBA season. They decide that next year's may be in jeopardy. What what motivation would he have to go pro if he can't make any money going pro? So I don't know. I think he should. I think he should come. Uh, if he doesn't, I, I I'd be okay with that. But now I've kind of talked myself into a corner from the beginning of the show because at the beginning of the show I said, well, remember I said there's no chance he ever shows up here. This the situations in in, in today's world may actually force his hand to be here. I only said that I didn't think he was going to come because usually I'm wrong. So I was going to try to oh you're trying to jinx reverse it. psychology on that. Okay, so, that's fair. But then Sean screwed it up and sided with me. So. Yeah, so that that made you change sorry. your mind. Sorry, Jay. Sorry, Louisville fans. <laughs> so so let's move on to a different mania, which was the Twitter mania yesterday. Uh, if you're wrestling fans, or even if you're not wrestling fans, there was something that happened on Louisville Twitter yesterday that baffled, bamboozled, blown. and befuddled. The word is befuddled, not besieged. What did he say? Berserked. Berserked. It, it did berserk <laughs> me. It was berserking. It was very berserking. Because I looked up at my phone, and uh, I had an alert that Coach Patino had tweeted. And he was tweeting the wrestlers at WWE. Now, anybody that knows me knows that uh, I, I knew Coach Patino, had had a decent relationship with him. I liked the guy. I hate that he. I understood why he had to go. I didn't, at the time, support that he had to go. But I have uh, – I've, I've – learn to deal with the situation. But those of you all that know me know that I absolutely love wrestling. It's one of the things that I have, I mean, all the way back to my childhood, we had third cousins that wrestled for Jerry Lawler in Memphis. And when they came on TV every Saturday morning on Channel 3, we were locked in to watch it. And this is something that's kind of, uh, you know, stayed with us. It's in our DNA. It's in our, it is in our DNA. Um, so when I saw Coach Patino tweeting – Otis from Heavy Machinery and Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar, and then I saw I saw uh, he tweeted Daniel Bryan and said, "I hope you beat Sami Zayn." So do my grandkids. And Sami Zayn replied and was like, "Your granddaughters, your sweet little granddaughters, are going to be disappointed." I just absolutely lost it. He started shouting out Mandy Rose, and he made a bet. He made a bet with Little P and said, "If Drew McIntyre wins." You all play at Iona next year, and if Brock wins, we'll come play in Minnesota. Or maybe it was the other way around. I don't remember. Uh, and then WWE actually even posted a story this morning that was like, the whole world is watching WrestleMania, even Hall of Fame basketball coach Rick Patino. So, uh, Sean, I, I, know, I don't know how much wrestling Sam and Higgy watch, so uh, if at all, but I'll go to you first. How weird was that seeing Coach Patino at, uh, interact with the WWE superstars. That was the strangest thing I've ever seen. I never thought I would see that. Because I'd never imagined him being a wrestling fan. But apparently it must be something to do with the grandkids. I guess, I don't know if the dads like it or what. But they must love it because, uh, you know, they apparently they were really into Sammy Zane and Dana Bryan. So uh, I think he got kind of, maybe he got sucked in. Maybe, maybe he watched it with the kids. And now he's got grandkids kind of is bringing back to it. And not to mention, I mean, come on. It's the only, even though it's not, even though we know it's scripted, it's still fun to watch. And it's still wait, kind of wait, it's scripted? The guys going out there, they're trying to outdo each other. Wait, it's scripted? Think, 
I didn't you know. Didn't go? I didn't. I'm, like, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Santa Claus is real, by the way. But um, but uh. Even the the one that that I made me laugh the most the the one. Shows. The tweet that made me laugh the most, Sean, this is why I hate doing shows over the radio because you can't see that I'm talking and then I want to slap you for interrupting me. But my favorite tweet yesterday was when WWE tweeted out, or this morning, WWE tweeted out the story about him watching it and his response was just Ric Flair doing the the woo. It was a woo get. Uh, O-W-C-W. It was just, I can't keep woo. these gators down. Yeah, it, it, it was amazing. Uh, I... I was on the phone. I know. I know. We talked about him last episode, but me and Steve, uh, Steve called me. He's like, "Happy WrestleMania Day!" I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of pumped, and I'm looking through Twitter while we're talking because we're talking about just wrestling and, and other sports and stuff. I said, "Oh my God, did you see this?" He said, "What?" So I sent it to him. He, I got his live reaction. He's like, he just started busting out, and he's like, "What in the world?" And then every time we saw one from that point forward, we just kind of DM'd it to each other. And like we we got a real kick out of it. So um, I know Little P said that he had started watching wrestling again because there were, there was nothing else. At least that's what his tweet insinuated that it was the only thing that was on to watch. And I have to tell you, I had people from all walks of life hitting me up yesterday saying, uh, "Church people, work people, <clears throat> old friends, uh, social media friends, like Higgy, and they were like." Uh, how do we get to WrestleMania? We have to watch WrestleMania tonight. And of course, being the, uh, the nice person I am, uh, I directed them to the WWE network where it's only nine 99. And actually, if you sign up today, free, it's free for the next 30 days. So you can cancel on Tuesday. Uh, or you can go to the fight TV app or, uh, Fox sports app and you can purchase it for 59 99. So you all make the choice there. Night two is is tonight. By the time you hear this, it will have already been over. Night one was a uh, was a a success, Joey. I mean, there's no other way to. I thought it was going to be flat because there was no crowd. There was really only one, and I won't mention it, but there's only one subpar match. The rest of them, I mean, I I, I would go on a limb and say that there were three five star matches on the card last night, and how. Can you only imagine how those matches would have been with the crowd in the, in the stadium? Yeah, I think the match you're not going to name, that was just thrown together. It was a filler match, which has to happen on right. know, certain shows. Um, interesting enough, this morning I got up and ESPN had actually done kind of a pretty good story on last night and kind of grading the matches. And yeah, I mean, even with them, they gave the Goldberg-Braun Strowman match like half a star, which... There wasn't really much you could do with that. It was put together last minute, no hype, no fanfare, no build, and they basically just did each other's fin- you know did their finishing moves and the match was over. I, I liked it, but but that's how that match has to go. It's not any match that you're in with Goldberg is not going to be a technical wrestling match. It's going to be a brawl. It's going to be a short match, and it's going to be over with. But yeah, I mean it. You know, I thought, you know, we've we seen the uh, tag team, well, the triple threat ladder match, and thought, I thought, man, you know, that was that was awesome. How could it get any better? And then you had Kevin Owens. And, oh, my God. And- KO and Seth Rollins. I mean, that match, when it was put together, we all thought that's going to be a good match because it's KO and Seth Rollins. But I had Amazing. no 
I was a little mad at first because I thought, oh, there's no way they're ending this match as a disqualification. And they, they were, we were right, and they didn't, and they restarted it. And, man, that was a great match. And then, you know, you had the Goldberg match, the Goldberg and Braun. Braun winning, you know, the, the heavyweight title. I actually, I actually liked that match. A lot of people are like, oh, it was sloppy, it was quick, and whatever. But the reason why I liked that match is because Goldberg came in and did what he's been doing the last year. He's hit a, He's been dominating people that he had no business dominating. He hit his finishing move like four times normally and pinned them. So when I saw him going for his move on Braun the fourth time, I was like, great. Oh, you see me. I got up. I was about to walk out of the room. Joey, no, you you did, I believe. You left the room and you were aggravated. And uh, I'll get more into the whole WrestleMania thing on uh, on Ringside Podcast when we record tomorrow uh, for release later on in the week. But if, if you're not a wrestling fan or you haven't watched it in a long time, order WrestleMania for tonight. Go back before that and watch last night's WrestleMania because at the end, the, the last match was. They, the, the last match, if they had put it on, would have been worth the whole pay-per-view price. It was They did a, a, a boneyard match between The Undertaker and AJ Styles. It was filmed in a cinematic manner, and it was probably the best uh, out-of-ring stuff that the World Wrestling Federation slash World Wrestling Entertainment has ever done. It was... If you've ever seen the, no pun- Hart, the, the matches at the Hardy Compound, it would give you that same kind of feel. No pun intended. It was phenomenal. I mean, Higgy, do you watch wrestling? No comment. Yes, yeah, yes or no? No, I do not watch wrestling yet. Oh, I'll okay. I'll my discussion for wrestling off the air. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you get beat up by Hillbilly Jim one time or something? Did John Cena touch your sister in a place you didn't want, her to, want him to? I mean, what? Anyway, so I'm sorry. I even I, I'm sorry. I even gave him the opportunity to talk. Sam, are you are you a big wrestling fan? Just a, an occasional wrestling I, fan, or not at all? I, no, I'm an occasional wrestling fan. I used to be a really really big one. Um, it just life happened, and then it just became so many changes going on to where it was. It, it got kind of hard to keep up with the new people, the influx of new people. Um, so yeah, it, it just it got too much for me. So I watch it every once in a while, um, but I'm mostly an old school guy. Did you watch last guy. night? Yeah, were you able to watch last night, or did you not watch it? No, I no, I did not watch it at all last night. Okay, fair enough, Sean. Uh, I'm gonna ask you this as the only other wrestling fan on the panel, other than the people in the room. Uh, what was your favorite match last? No, give me your top three matches from last night. I go the ladder match uh, for the tag team titles, which is weird because, you know, you only had a representative from each team because Miz didn't do it. Uh, the uh, man's tough because uh, I go probably KO Seth and then uh, and the Boneyard match. I mean, that was the number one match by far. I, w- I, w- I would agree with you, but. I would be remiss if I didn't bring uh, bring up Becky Lynch versus Baszler. That was a lot better uh, than I thought it was going to be. Braun, like I said earlier, Braun versus Goldberg was really good. Women's uh, title matches. The women's. Uh, the tag team title match. The tag team title match was really good to start off the show. There were so many. There were so many matches. Started strong, finished strong. Two. They were really actually all good. Even like, Sammy really versus Daniel Bryan. Sammy versus Daniel Bryan was a good match. I mean, you could – if that was in front of a crowd, there's no way you can't convince me that that wouldn't have been a top three 
match, but there's just so much that was they going on. It out perfectly. So yeah, that's absolutely correct. There was just so much going on last night that you forget there's a second night of it. So real quick, because we're getting ready to get to the hour mark, and I, you know, we do the bonus episodes so they can be quick and we can be done for t- for tonight. And again, this will air after WrestleMania is complete. And at this point, they're talking about they're taking it. Uh, they've already uh, they've already pre-recorded tonight's WrestleMania. They pre-recorded Raw for tomorrow night. And that's all the content they have pre-recorded because they were they were fairly sure that the uh, what's it called staying home clause yeah. for the yeah, state of Florida. Yeah, yeah, they they were they were confident that that was not going to be extended uh, or put into place. I'm sorry, and uh, so they recorded everything they could up until that point, and now it's been enacted, and they don't have. I don't. I mean, I'm sure they're the WWE if they want to record more content. They can find somewhere to record more content, but they probably want to keep their their workers safe. A lot of people have been wa- watching WrestleMania like, oh, they're putting their workers in danger. Have no, this was recorded. This isn't like your normal WrestleMania. But you can't convince me this hasn't felt like it. This to me so far, this has been one of the best WrestleManias in recent history. Um, not the not the best, but one of the best. So I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm going to end on this question, and then. We'll talk to y'all later on uh, for another episode later on, uh, maybe next week. Or, of course, we're always like coming up with ideas. So, any of the guys, if y'all think of a topic y'all want to go over, just let me know, and we'll record. It don't take anything to to fire up the old Wamatron fifty five hundred right here. So, uh, Sean, name the one match. No, give me two matches you're looking forward to tonight. Sure. I mean, you got me Drew and Brock, right? I mean, they built this up. Beautiful, and then of course, last man standing match between Orton and Edge. I mean, two uh, to me, they're the two best built matches on this night. Too. So I'm looking forward to both of those. That th- those two are my top two, but I also would not sleep on Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the uh, oh, for the yes, NXT Women's Championship. That really ought to be a good one too. There's so there's so many. There's still as much as as much good. As, I was looking forward to night two before when they announced the cards, but. I don't know how you topped last night. Joey, what, what are you looking forward to tonight? I want to, I'm just curious to what a Firefly Funhouse match is. How did you, how did I forget that one? I want, like, I'm oh, not yeah. really looking forward to Cena versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt per se. If it was in a regular wrestling match with everybody around, you know, fans in attendance, but I want to see what a Firefly Funhouse match is. Listen, if any of you all, and of course, this is a, a, a void invitation because none of you all were here, here this li- uh, live, so it, it's not uh, it's not genuine. Don't show but up if any me. of you all want to show up to my house tonight and watch it in the driveway with me, um, feel free. Now, of course, Sean, Sam Higgy, feel free if y'all want to come out in social distance mania tonight. That's fine. We're firing up the the garage big screen. Uh, but for will be. But but everybody else out there, if y'all want to come watch it, feel free to. Uh, it probably won't be on by the time you hear this, but still. But I'm looking forward to it tonight, guys. Uh, any last words before we get off here for the day? Yeah, take this virus serious, people. Practice social distance, and and let's let's do our small part to get things back to what we call normal. That's all I. That's all I want. All right, Sean. What about you, buddy? That they uh, get this, they get a cure or a vaccine. Unbelievable. Uh, I know I've been reading some stuff, trying to keep up with that, and there's some 
There's some promising things out on the horizon. I know the vaccine is about 12 to 18 months away, they said, but there are some people who seem to think there are certain drugs. I was talking about the one that the president's been talking about. Um, there's some researchers thinking they, they might have something that can uh, treat it. They might have it ready by September. I read it on WHS 11 uh, last week. Um, so I'm hoping that that can happen and we get some kind of cure or treatment that can really lessen the, the symptoms of this. And then we get the vaccine to stop the spread. That's, that's my great hope. And that's what I'm keeping my eye on most, most of all. Absolutely. Joey, you got anything other than Maryland's trash? What you going to do? What you going to do, brother? When night two of WrestleMania <laughs> runs wild on you. Or when he gets his Pop-Tarts out of the toaster. <laughs> that is... Unaffin' believable. Unaffin' believable. No, that's actually believable. Higgy, what about you, buddy? You got anything uh, left to say before we close this out? I just want to say... Let's be citizens out there. And do what we have to do. So we can save our children. At home. Continue to watch Netflix. Back on the television. So I'm going to talk about with you guys. For me, I want to thank all you all for tuning in. Higgy has no idea what I was playing in the background while he was talking. I want to apologize for that, though. Uh, in advance but anyway we will be back this summer for some more bonus episodes we as you can tell we got great chemistry with each other we love to talk to each other and about higgy so we are sure to have more bonus unplanned bonus episodes for the summer well give us some suggestions on what to do this summer uh with this unique and special uh circumstances that are going on but higgy sean sam thank you all for coming on again Joey, thanks for walking downstairs. And until next time. Oh, again, real quick before I end, before I do that, shout out to Chris out at Four Pegs, Miss Barbara out at Shack in the Back Barbecue, our people at T-Shirt Hooligan, and our and and our fine friends out there, Miss Leslie and Chuck out at Trampoline uh, Altitude Trampoline Fun Park. We appreciate you all so much. This has been the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. Thanks for tuning in.